Shalom, and welcome to this episode of It's All About the Aliyah. You know, the Jewish people have been scattered throughout the world. Isaiah 11, verse 12 says, I will regather them from the four corners of the earth. You know, often we think of the Aliyah, we think of Eastern Europe. But if we look at our history in the Spanish Inquisition, Jews from Spain and Portugal left seeking refuge in Central and South America. Here to discuss that for us today, uh, from the largest country in South America, Brazil, is our general coordinator from Ezra Brazil, Adinho Campos. Adinho, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for the invitation. For, it's a pleasure to speak about Aliyah, about Israel, about South America, and God made uh, among us in South America. It is great to have you. Yes, we, we often focus uh, from, you know, on other parts of the world because of the waves of Aliyah that have happened. But now uh, from South America, we see you know, things are happening. And uh, I'd love to, to, to talk to you today about that. First, though, tell our audience what your role is with Ezra International. So um, my name is Edival Edinho, and I'm married with Sandra. And I, uh, I general coordinator uh, of Ezra Brazil and responsible with contact with church, uh, evangelical leaders, and also with the leadership from Jewish agents uh, here in Brazil, mainly in Sao Paulo, when we live. Very good. And so you, so you have a good uh, relationship, obviously, with them with the uh, evangelical community there. Yes, Brazilian. Uh, I believe the Brazilian church is divided of how the most part of the church around the world, but they are most part love Israel. It's yeah. very open to, to see uh, the role of Israel in the biblical context. So it's very important to make contact with the church in the leadership. It's very open uh, to speak about Aliyah, about Israel. That is good. You know, that was, that's was that been my observation over the years uh, when I went to the Feast of Tabernacles year after year in Israel. The Brazilian contingent was always, uh, most often, the largest uh, uh, group of people there. So I knew that you had evangelical support for Israel, and that's great to hear that you're working with them. Um, how, how did you get started with Ezra International? So, so about the feast, the Tabernacle Feast, the Brazilians very, very uh, enjoy people and make a lot of noise. It's impossible to uh, <laughs> notice the Brazilian. The Brazilian love, the uh, Latins love the parties, the celebrations. It's very important. I started in Ezra in 2015. That invitation to Craig, he was looking for a people for to implement uh, Ezra in Brazil and South America. In this, uh, the invitation came after a very strong experience I had in Jerusalem in the at the tomb of King David in January the same year. I bring a, a group of my church and visit the Jerusalem, and uh, the. The, these people, the Rabba leader, when they visit Tont, the right side, the man, left side, the woman, invite me to pray and call me to put a tefillin 
to pray for Israel. And I said, I'm not Jewish people. And he told me, I know, but you are a friend of people of Israel. Please pray for us. Mm. And give, gave me a book, a prayer book. And after this, I, in the people, records, and I start to read in uh, English, and in, I pray in English and Portuguese. It's a great experience. After this, the Chabad invite us to pray and dance together with, with them. The guide, the Israeli, Israeli guide, it's, it's amazing. I never seen it before. After this celebration, and Sandra, my wife, celebrate with the women and other parts, uh, there are a rabbi, uh, sit, read the, read the Torah, and call me and say, you have a calling to bring blessing to the people of Israel. Mm. After this, I mean, here I am. Uh, because it four months ago, uh, after Craig, I met Craig. I never uh, listened before Ezra, but I helped my closer friend. Now it's pastor in Jerusalem. It's pastor in Israeli community, Shemin Sasson community. I helped my closer friend to make Aliyah twenty years ago. Mm. So uh, we, it's possible to see the calling of, the, of God for me, for my wife, for my family. Yeah. And, and so here I am. So, they, so he recognized you being a friend of Israel. And I can't think of a more important role to play as far as helping the Jewish people today than is to help them make Aliyah. So you're doing an important role. Uh, we just... Uh, we just had, uh, you know, Yom HaShoah, this, the uh, memorial to the Holocaust. And I've always said that uh, we can't really truly say never again unless, uh, while, while, you know, Jewish people are, are stranded in notoriously anti-Semitic countries. So helping them get to Israel is, is a blessing in, just in itself. It's a holy work. Yes. And uh, yes. yeah, I, I think that that rabbi was very observant in knowing that you were a friend to the Jewish people, and and helping yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, and touch touch them and dance with them is very yeah. amazing for us. It was a great experience, yeah. and uh, I believe that this time God confirmed my calling because when I was teenager, I was fourteen years old. I started to learn Hebrew, <laughs> and I read Hebrew, and I, it's possible to speak Hebrew to survive. Mm. Uh, I, but I read Hebrew, and I started this in my teenager, influence of my pastor that loved Israel. Yeah. Uh, it's very important in, in this uh, has time did speak mentoring using another words but was a mentoring that conduced me to love Israel people yeah well God was working on your heart at a very early age it's very clear to see that
Daniel, yes. we're going to take a, a break here. We're going to we yes. have a pause for a commercial. When we come back, I'd like to talk about uh, uh, the situation for the Jewish people in Brazil. Okay, okay. So, all right, we'll be right back. Ezra International Global Network is now on Rumble, and you can even watch us on your Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, or your Roku device. It's simple. Here's how to do it. First, download the Rumble app on your device. Then search for Ezra International Global TV Network. You can watch our live 24-7 channel and our weekly shows anytime you like. Oh yeah, and you can also go to our website and download our Ezra International app and take us with you wherever you go. Ezra International, we're there for you. All right, welcome back. We are talking with Adinho Campos from Brazil. Adinho, um, we know that around the world, the situation for the Jewish people can often become very dicey. Uh, Anti-Semitism, economic turmoil, war, as we see today in Ukraine and Russia. Uh, What is the situation like in Brazil for the Jewish people you're working with? The Jewish people come from Brazil, Argentina, South America. The first in because the persecution in the Inquisition, mm-hmm. mainly from Spain and Portugal. The people that speak Spain go to Argentina and other countries. And the mm-hmm. people who was persecuted in Portugal came from Brazil. And after this, we had a, a two second whole uh, wave uh, that in the beginning of the century, 20th century, uh, uh, fleeing the communism and Nazism, the wars. So today is very interesting because divide the two, 10 or 20% is very rich people, uh, has very prosperous people, but most part, uh, it's the middle or poor people mm-hmm. that need to, uh, in situation of poverty, unemployment, and very need to economically help it here in Brazil. It's the same in Argentina. Argentina was very prosperous during long times, for, but for decades of country, Broken in Argentina, the crisis, financial crisis, very ter- more terrible than Brazil, mm-hmm. and broken the same. In Argentina, there are a special thing because the anti-Semitists they, they have two uh, terrorist attacks: the AMIA and the Israeli embassy. Uh, there is more sensitive this situation in Jewish in Argentina. In Brazil, they don't have a problem which uh, uh, live together, the Brazilian people. Mm. Okay, so, so you're saying that it, there, there's more uh, uh, harmony in, in uh, Brazil than most of the South American countries. Um, w- so what, what do you think uh, um, brings people from Israel, uh, I mean, from Brazil to want to go to Israel? What, what the, you know, when families come to you, uh, and say they want to make Aliyah, what reasons are they giving to you? The Aliyah, I believe that the main 
art is economic. Mm. It's uh, because economic. There are the religious that wanted to wait the Messiah in Jerusalem, in Israel, but most part because the insecurity, because the financial, and sometimes to uh, return or discover our, uh, our roots, our yes. roots, because the Brazilian is a mix of cultures. We have we received a Jewish from Poland, Ukraine, Russian, Turk, and we the Latin, Spanish, Portugal. It's a mix of cultures. Sometimes. If they want to discover your roots and come back to Israel, yeah. come back to uh, your land, your home, most part. But in Argentina and Brazil, most part today, because of the economical and financial crisis, to try to start a new life in, in Israel. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that because I, I do see the stories that come across my desk from all over the world. And um, of course, you know, in the situation with with like Ukraine, you have war um, in the situation yes. where in, in Russia, they see the writing on the wall, uh, you know, where, when uh, when it comes to anti-Semitism in Europe, anti-Semitism. In South America, as you mentioned, economic uh, turmoil collapse, it seems to be a driving factor. But I did, I have noticed that when reading the stories from Brazil, many people mention what you said, and that is to go rediscover their roots, to connect with their Jewish roots and get back to, uh, you know, that, that spiritual connection with the land and with God. And that's, uh, that's remarkable. There's a different dynamic in Brazil than there is in many of the other countries. But it's encouraging because that's what, that's what this Aliyah is all about, isn't it? Uh, you know, Jewish people going back to Israel and rediscovering, reconnecting with their God. Yes. And sometimes uh, when we speak about the Israel's God, let me say this, for the for most part, it's a surprise. Sometimes they say they say, "You know my God uh, much better than me," because yeah. only it's a tradition, because only uh, it's a tradition like a Jewish identity, not uh, contact with God. Uh, we had a lot of experiences. That, that we talk more after uh, that. We show God for the Jewish people is is very interesting, or sometimes it starts the interest to know more about the Bible, yeah, about the the God's Bible, about the where uh, the reason of the Pesach, the the Tabernacle feast, because mm -hmm. most parts know nothing about it. It's Isn't very interesting because God put us put the church, put the Ezra, to show for the Jewish people <laughs> you, uh, sometimes their roots. That's, that's beautiful, yes, because often uh, having been separated from their synagogues and, and persecuted, they become more just cultural Jews and not necessarily religious as they're often called, but connected with their God. But uh, what you're doing, I believe, uh, is exactly the example that Ruth showed us, 
saying, you know, your God is my God, your people, my yeah. people. And when they recognize that, uh, that it's first, I think it's, it's a curiosity, but then maybe a, a tinge of jealousy that, you know, their God better than they do. And um, mm -hmm. that that's wonderful that you're showing that example and showing them how they can reconnect uh, yes. not only with their culture, but with their God. That's a very beautiful yeah. thing. Um, do you find that they're, they're, the, the uh, Jewish people in Brazil are encountering uh, any particular type of obstacles in the way of making their journey back to Israel? Yes. As every time the people that made the Aliyah had obstacles. If you, you, if, you, if you think the people left Egypt, left Babylon, the diaspora, the Romans, the Crusaders, the Holocaust, the World War, every time there are obstacles. Both part because the mix, for example, you need to prove that he's a Jewish. Because the, in Brazil, uh, during the, the 20th century, 1819, a mix of marriage. Mm. They sometimes uh, lost their roots and need to prove uh, that I am a Jew. Mm. It, it sometimes it's, it's a great obstacle to Jewish agents uh, recognize that because the people is Jewish people. But there are obstacles to, uh, so, uh, to live in Brazil. Brazil, Brazil is a Pacific country. It's possible to live here, uh, no problem with the persecution. But sometimes for the people, it's, uh, Jewish people, religious Jewish people, it's very strange, it's very different. Mm. Sometimes they feel that the people know different, see different from them. So uh, the, the, there are the traumas about the past, the church, mainly the Catholic Church, because right. the connection with the Inquisition. Mm. Is sometimes we need to prove that we evangelicals was persecuted together. Mm. Together, we suffer together with you. You and we understand you. Sometimes it's very important to connect uh, and uh, building a bridge with with them. That's that's beautiful. That's that's what it takes. Uh, helping them understand that the Inquisition and the and the uh, from the Catholic Church is uh, that that is not who you are. That is not who we are. Um, and that's an important uh, uh, realization for them and revelation for them in order to build that trust, uh, knowing that, uh, that they have somebody they can count on to help them through this process. That's so yes. important. Adina, we're, we're going to take another break here uh, for a short commercial, and uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about your work in our final segment. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back.
right, welcome back. We are talking with Edinho Campus from Brazil about Aliyah from South America. You know, um, Edinho, there's a passage in uh, Obadiah, I'm sure you're familiar with, that talks about the Sephardim settling in the Negev, the southern part of Israel. Um, that's a beautiful prophecy that's very, that most people don't even know about, that uh, the Spanish, the Sephardic Jew, the Spanish Jews will um, return and they will, they, they will settle in the southern part of Israel. So this is not a matter of if it will happen, it's when it will happen. God said it will happen, so it, it is definitely going to, going to happen. But of course, you're on the end of the practical side of helping Jewish people get to Israel. So what are some of the challenges that you face and what can we pray for as we go to, into this final segment? Yes. It's very interesting when the, uh, we study story, Brazilian story, because the first uh, Jewish uh, wave is from Brazil, but with the people from Holland and needed to run, run away because the Portuguese people uh, exposed it and they founded Manhattan in New York. Mm. The first synagogue in America is Brazil in the Recife in the North Brazilian North. It is second it's in New York in um, USA because we have our roots. So sometimes it's very important to understand that there are a people from Sephardis, there are a culture, these are there are a language, Ladino, that mm. speak is it's it's in part there are people here in Brazil and Argentina and Colombia Venezuela that wanted to make Aliyah. So there are a big challenges to first to keep contact with them. We have a strong and good relation with Jewish agents because after sometimes we. Now uh, they trust us and trust them to work together and, and present us for the community and speak about Ezra is partner of Jewish agents. Now it, we work together. We work. You use the uh, room, the office in the Jewish agents before, uh, before the pandemic, the COVID. So there are very obstacles, financial, the size of Brazil, Brazil has 80 and a half million kilometers. Mm. You, 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 you think in miles, but it's very, for example, in the south to Amazon is seven hours by flight, seven hours by flight. Wow. Yeah, it's a big country. And there are, in North, for example, there are cities that use the, these, the Jewish things. They don't even know why. Use the uh, the Sabbath, use the Menorah, the Tefillin, the other things, because have a strong influence. It's possible to use this to connect with people and show our help with financial, with food during the pandemic time, you help a lot of people with food. Good. Because some people 
uh, sell everything in your house and the Aliyah during two or three months stopped it. Mm. They didn't have employed house. And in this time, Ezra, uh, it's possible to show them the God's love. Yeah. Because the, the question that the people speak, why do you help us? What's your interest? You receive money from Israeli government. No. We are part of a ministry around the world that loves Israel and understand the role of Israel in the Bible. Amen. And sometimes the people, why? Why? And after this, it's possible to keep contact with them and broken the resistance. Mm. And we have a strong contact with the leaders in synagogues that speak. When the rabbi say, trust in Ezra, the people trust. That's very important. That's beautiful. Your relationship with the rabbis is so important. That speaks to the, the sincerity of your heart. Because if you have the if you have the trust of the rabbis, then you have the trust of the people. And that's that's a it's a testimony to the work that you're doing. And um, I thank God for that. Thank you for doing that. Um, you know, what do you so you consider that as one of the blessings of your job or is that relationship you have with the rabbis? What are some of the, your, your blessings working with? There are a lot of blessings. For example, uh, before the pandemic, all the times we speak before or after the pandemic, uh, we talk about, sometimes I have conversations talking about the Bible with the rabbi, uh, because they want, uh, he wanted to know the Christian po point of view. Yeah? And for me, very interesting view, when we, we drink coffee and talk about the Bible. Nice. He, he, and some invited me Eglon, I, uh, in the end, I will speak about our team, uh, Eglon, that contact, had contact with the, the people. Uh, it's very interesting because the, it, it's possible to show the God's love for them. Amen. About, for example, most part, receive and sometimes ask that pray for them. Mm. That's uh, we, visit, we visit people in hospital, and sometimes, okay, if you, if, if you want, it's possible to pray for them, for him, for her. In most part, yes. Uh, I met a couple in Israel uh, four years ago or five years ago in, in Tiberias, Tiberias, and he, uh, he said to me, the, God, the man said to me, Ezra is very important in our, our Aliyah process because we know our identity like Jewish, we know our God, and we know Jesus after this. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing because we, we don't uh, preach for them, but we live the gospel with our lives, our acts, it's very important to, to show uh, the God's love from the people. For me, it's an um, amazing and forgettable experience because in Tiberius, I listen to this and uh, hold me 
and it's very very strong experience. There are a lot of experiences to 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 to, to notice the the people surprised that a Christian. Yes, there are Christians that love them. Amen. That's that's that they have never experienced that. Many have never experienced that. And as you said, you're showing them the love of Jesus uh, rather than than trying to uh, to change them. Uh, we want to just show them that we have we are as Christians have changed. We know better now, and uh, we want to show the love of Jesus to them. Yes, and that's what you're living. Edvo, uh, I mean Adino, I'm sorry we are out of time. Uh, but uh, thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, that has that that uh, hopefully has drawn our our audience a little bit closer to the work around the world uh, and the Aliyah. Thank you for doing the program today.